Welcome back to Cracking the Code. Today's guest is very special to me. And I've said that before, but there are certain people that it really it comes close to home. Um, today's guest, Marie Shafolo, is, I'd say she's somebody who works with me, but she's more like family. Marie, I'm, I'm surprised I was able to get you on, but I knew if I, if I asked enough, you'd come on. I can't say no to you. <laughs> so a little backstory. Marie and I worked together years ago, and then right around when COVID hit, there was some a lot of turmoil going on in my life. It was kind of a tumultuous time. And Marie took some time away to help their grandkids and do some stuff. And the family stuff support, obviously. But then she came to a client event about a year and a half, two years ago. And um, she just saw her people. And she said, these are my people. That's where I need to be. Mm -hmm. And both of us realized that night she just wasn't meant to be retired. She thought she was, but she wasn't. No, definitely not. I, I don't know what I do with myself. Yeah, I, I can't imagine either because somehow she works 50 hours here, I'm sure, anyways. And she comes in with baked goods pretty much five days a week. I, mean, I, I was actually getting in better shape for a while. And I think to myself, how the hell? I have a hard time getting up, getting kids out the door and getting to work on time. And at that point, she's like, well, I went for a walk. I baked a few things. I got bills on shelf. And then I'm like, thinking, I myself, Jesus. Um, God, I wish I had your energy level. I can't help that. I always was that way. And uh, prior to, before I retired, sort of retired, semi-retired, um, I had a job that, I mean, I was always on. I was on call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, I, I still get up at 4.30. I mean, it's just... It, I'm built that way. It's in your DNA. There's no it, question. Yeah. I try to explain it to people because I say, listen, I try to get her to take time off. I try to, I, and I realize it's just, this is how she's wired. And her husband, Bill's wired the same way. I mean, he really is. Um, talk about two peas in a pod. He totally is. It, it's so funny. It, it, you guys, for you guys sitting down to watch a game, like the football game, that, that must have been a rare exception, both of you sitting still. Yeah, well, um, I actually didn't sit till halftime, but I could so hear You it. were cooking and baking? Yes, and I was. I figured Bill would be down in the basement <laughs> building birdhouse or something. No, but he's building me planters right now. Is he really? He's yeah, so cool with his Very handy guy. Yeah, God, I'm not, I can't even imagine that. I could barely hang a picture. I can't hang a picture on Well, I say barely, but I can't. I mean, I can hang it, but that usually slides down slowly. Well, that's why I hung the pictures here. Yeah, yeah. Actually, Marie hung the pictures here on our walls because I, it was taking me forever to find a guy to come do it, <laughs> which is so embarrassing. It was my place. So a few things. Um, I always like to talk on this on this show about people who've gone through things and come back. And mm -hmm. I always say that most people that are good with people or that have a great ability to connect and make somebody else's day have been through, have gone through stuff themselves because you have that combination of empathy, humility, and just kindness is kind of bred into you through life. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I know that you were a single mom with the kids. You were a town Pretty manager much. at the time mm -hmm. for a lot of them. I mean, so you were a town manager, you had two kids mm -hmm. and, and we both know, I mean, yeah, boys are a little easier, but you, you had a daughter and your daughter sounds a lot like you, which yeah. is a compliment nowadays, but I'm She's sure in her teens, now, but actually. yeah. And, but I'm sure in her teens, it wasn't always easy. No. In fact, um, for mother's day, she gave me a candle with a, label on it that said mom sorry about my teenage years <laughs> <laughs> i think we could all get that from yeah. parents these days but it's, but it's funny so you you know you raise them you you don't even seem like you bat an eyelash you, you have no problem there and then um and it's a pretty it's a pretty unique story because then you end up opening your own bakery mm -hmm. and then out of the blue you end up meeting bill and how old you want well, doesn't matter how old you were when you and bill met but you let you guys met later in life which is a really nice story because oftentimes yes. People don't meet, they go their whole life without meeting that one person. Or they meet somebody and they're not really sure and they have second thoughts. Like anybody can see that you two are just right off the bat were meant to be. Uh, yeah, I didn't think so initially. No? Um, well, 
I, I had a, a job and uh, Bill worked with me, but he was in a different building. And um, he was married at the time, but his wife passed away suddenly. Oh. And the company didn't acknowledge that and I could not, I couldn't believe it. So being who I am, I went home, I made chicken, broccoli, and ziti, brownies, a salad, and a loaf of scallop bread, because that's what we do. <laughs> and the next day, I trotted myself down there, and I said, Bill, you don't know me, but I am so sorry. I'm embarrassed for the company. I'm so sorry about what happened. And I knew uh, at the time that his son and daughter-in-law and grandkids lived with him. So I said, just bring it home, feed your family. Um, and every now and then, after that, I would bring him something for lunch or whatever. and. Um, he did ask me uh, out to dinner, and I said, no, thank you. <laughs> and uh, so one day he finally said, look, let's just, let me just take you out once for dinner to thank you for everything you've done. So we did go, and that was like two or three hours of, like, we just clicked right then and there. And um, I had, um, I wasn't one to really do much of anything socially because of my kids. Yeah. Uh, but I did ha meet someone in between that, and it was a very um, difficult time in my life then. So I was never going to get married. I was never going to date. I, I did, men did not appeal to me. Yeah, I remember you saying, you, you said it just wasn't of interest to me. But he, it's funny, I didn't know the, how that came about. That's kind of funny because... Bill is such a nice, he, I always say he reminds me of my grandfather, which is probably he one of the best amazing. compliments I can give somebody. Mm -hmm. My grandfather's from Indiana, had the same twang, and was just a nice, low-key, gentle, soft soul. And he was great with his hands. Same thing, could hang mm -hmm. any, build anything, you name it. And I can't imagine you like saying no to Bill and then him being like, forward enough, because he seems so Well, so, he, like, he did ask me a few times. Um, but ultimately, uh, he did ask me to marry him. Um, it, it took me four years to say yes, <laughs> but we finally got married last year, and uh, honestly, I, I couldn't ask for a better man in my life. Oh, he's awesome. He's kind. He's patient because um, I'm a handful sometimes, and uh, he's great to my kids, and he's great to my grandkids. In fact, my siblings love him, so if, you know, if anything ever happened between us, I'd be by myself because they just all keep going. Yeah, they, yeah <laughs> they, I don't. Much. I can't imagine that happening either way. Pretty much. Yeah. So one thing I want to mention today was I think um, I've noticed over the years like certain people have certain abilities, and I used to think that I wish I was more an academic guy or more a better athlete, so I could play pro sports or whatever it might have been. But looking back, you you eventually realize you're right where you're supposed to be, mm -hmm. and I got to be honest, like I think you being here. I mean, I don't know you. I never saw you in your former careers. I mean, I'm sure you ran a good bakery because you bake well. But <laughs> I, I just, I think this is like right where I see clients come in and they're scared about retirement planning. It's an overwhelming time in their life. Maybe they come to an educational event. Maybe they just refer to us. And then they come in and they, they meet you and then they, their shoulders drop and their smiles come out. And next thing you know, they're comfortable and they tell us about their families and the stuff that matters. I just like people. Um, I don't know. I just like people. I have a, a gift, I guess, if you want to call it that. But I've always had been able to make connections with people. And I feel like almost everyone has some good in there. You just have to look for yeah. it, find it, 
and then bring it out and talk to them about the things they care about because really it's more about the listening than the talking. And, and not only that, but you have the ability, like I genuinely care when I sit with somebody or if I don't care, I don't even pretend. I, I used to pretend, but I, I mean, it's either I genuinely care or I'm genuinely not caring. But with you, I have to say, not only do you seem to care about 99%, if not everybody, but I will tell you, you remember things that I can't remember for the life of me. It frightens me. I'm like, how does she remember this? Well, um, I talk to people about things that um, impact their lives, their grandchildren. They are their their hobbies. They like gardening. Are they retired yet, or are they not retired yet? You know, what do you do in the meantime? How do you feel? Uh, do you like to read? Because I, I've been around a while, so I almost always can find something in the person that I can at least associate myself with, and we can have a conversation about that. But it's not just a conversation. It's the fact that you remember it. Because all those things you li you just listed, I speak to them about the same thing in a meeting. <laughs> Grandkids, golf, tennis, water polo. I don't know. And I can remember certain things. But with you, it's like, boom, boom. They might not be in for three years. Oh, boom, boom. Hey, I remember that. And it's just mind-boggling. It makes people feel special. Like they're the only one. And, and I think people genuinely do feel that because they know you. it's a genuine thing. You're not yeah. reading off a teleprompter. I mean, it's, it's, no. I mean, I, it's so funny what seeing Donna come in the other day and you two hadn't really seen each other much in the last couple of years. No. And she was so excited. You were excited. It was, just, it was nice. You know, I, I can't tell you how <clears throat> humbling it has been for me to return to this place with you. And when people call or come in, it's, they're just like, oh, thank goodness you yeah. came back. I didn't I didn't know I was that famous or maybe notorious. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. You, you don't really know. You know, I always say I didn't realize, like, how much I appreciate you till you were gone. I think in certain situations in life, you don't really know the situation until it's not there. And then, then when it comes back around again, you say, geez, like, like I remember when you first came back around, our, our production numbers went up a lot. And, and and like exponentially, and I was like, geez, and like, and I had a good group of people around me that connected well with people. Like, it wasn't like I had people that were like donkeys out there, you know. We had, yeah. a, but there's just something about you that literally, whether it was the numbers at, at workshops, booking appointments, or people coming on board, or, or people just genuinely happy to be here. Um, and it's it's, it's 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 been night and day. My goal is to make people feel comfortable, but that's, yeah, I'm the oldest of five siblings, okay. and. Uh, my mother was always not well, so I, I took care of them. I took care of my, my nieces, my nephews. Everybody is um, like part of my day, and I feel like I just truly, genuinely like people, you can and see I it. want them to feel that and uh, be happy to be around. You can see it. I mean, it's contagious. It really is, and, and the baking doesn't hurt either. I'll no, baking doesn't. I don't mind. Hurt. I don't mind. I mean, I, I I always feel bad at the end of the day when I step on the scale. I'm like, jeez, I I do good. I eat salads for lunch. I'm like, where did I go wrong today? I'm like, oh yeah, I had about like 15 of those bars. And, oh yeah, sorry about the bars. Yeah, those things today. are so good. So let let me ask you. It's funny because you and I have had a bond that's been amazing. Um, you know, like literally like a second mom to me. Thank and for me, it's a gift big time because especially you know I'm going through some stuff in my personal life and. And so the stuff in my professional life, to be honest with you, I mean, mm -hmm. I'm, you know, I'm sitting there battling with like the devil and you sit there and you think to yourself, geez, it will be okay because it seems like it's always okay. You can't get around things, you have to go through them. Yeah, I've learned that. That's true.
for a number of years. I've tried to get around things and try because I don't I didn't like conflict as much. This is the first time I've ever gone through something like we're going through now. Where I'm actually mm-hmm. looking forward to the conflict because I'm looking forward to like proving that the you know how well, things have been mishandled. You can I I guess I don't know how to put this, but um, for a little while I was um, I moved away because I met someone that I thought was going to work for me. My kids were grown and educated, and uh, my daughter was already married. And um, he wanted to move far away from my family and my friends. And uh, the, the whole thing only lasted 18 months. But it was a very difficult black time in my life. And I feel like I got through that. And I didn't get through it, you know, easily, but I got through it and I found the help that I needed to work uh, around the things that happened to me. And um, you just, I'm lucky to be here. Yeah, and, and you have that perspective and, and it's helped me because, you know, a lot of the stuff I've gone through, you know, you've given me some advice at times and you're like, you know, the, you'll get through this, but you got to you got to walk through and you got to yeah. talk, talk to a therapist, do this, do that stuff that I would have never do done years do. ago. And now at 44, I find myself doing all these things I would have never done. And, and life gets more manageable when you get when you get the help. Yes, definitely. And you have to know that you need it. I mean, yeah. I, at that point in my life, I did know that. And. I had a lot of help from my family. I'm very lucky to have a wonderful family, my sisters and brothers and my kids. Um, but I've come a long way. That was quite a long time ago. And I want people to know that nothing, you don't have to be broken. I mean, initially I felt like you could see me and I looked great and I was all put together, but it was kind of like a bag full of shattered glass. Yeah, I've felt that way many times. Don't know. Um, People can't see how you truly feel inside. So that's why you need somebody to help you out, someone that can listen to you objectively and give you the help that you need to get through it. And I'm, I'm pretty proud of myself. Yeah, you're doing great. I mean, you had a good life. And, and I think you have to go through stuff to really appreciate life. Because otherwise, you know, I mean, let's face totally. it. You know, if you think of this way, people that grow up and they meet somebody in high school and they get married, they have a white picket fence, a dog, a cat, 2.5 kids. Mm. There's nothing against them. But nobody wants to write a movie about that. No. You know, people like a comeback story. People like people who go through hell and come back. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll tell you. Do I wish some of the hell in my life didn't have to be there? Do I wish I learned the first time I went through hell? Yeah. yeah. But man, there's something that there's some interesting story about it. Like, hey, being able to say to somebody, yeah, you know, I was an opioid addict a couple of times and I lost everything and I came back and mm-hmm. I and I didn't do any of it alone. You know, and that's the thing is nobody walks this path alone. No. And you have to, I mean, I was very, very lucky to have people around me, but I... I can't say too much because it's hard to talk about. But when I finally escaped the situation, and escape is the correct word for me to use, I I had absolutely nothing. Yeah, I remember you saying that. That's that's horrible. Not a thing. Literally, I left in my uh, pajamas. And now look at the life you have. (laughs) But look what I have. Now I have a great job. I have good friends. I have a wonderful family. I have three beautiful grandkids. That's so crazy, and isn't it? Phil. Yeah, he's pretty and, good. You know, 
you, you just have to be strong and put yourself together. I, I, I brought this little thing in my pocket. <laughs> Can I read it? Of course. Okay. I gave it to you a long time ago, right? Okay. But it's called a psalm for your psyche, and it, I, I, you just have to hear it. I asked for strength, and God gave me difficulties to make me strong. You have to look at it that way. I asked for wisdom, and God gave me problems to solve. I asked for prosperity, and God gave me a brain and brawn to work. I asked for courage, and God gave me danger to overcome. I asked for love, and God gave me troubled people to help. And I, I think that's why I love people yeah. so much. Um, I asked for favors, and God gave me opportunities. So I received nothing that I wanted, but everything that I needed. I live with that. And it's so true. I mean, that, and usually if you get what you want when you want it, it doesn't feel like good anyways. No, it really doesn't. You most have to earn time, it. Yeah, most of the stuff that's come easy to me, yeah. it hasn't been that good. Yeah. But like the stuff you have to work for and the, the sweat. You have to, when you're in a situation, whatever it is, mine, yours, you can't get around those things. You have to go through it, figure it out, and get out of it. And you are the only person that can do that. The, you know what I mean? I, I was the only person that could do that for myself. I, I remember you giving me a book for my 40th birthday, The Four Agreements. Do you remember that book that you gave me? I do. I, I own one and I read it every, do you, at least do, once do, a year. Do you? Yeah. So what, what made you like? What made you fall in love with that book? Well, because it's a book that explains, uh, just for example, when someone is um, angry or frustrated with you and they talk badly to you or whatever, that's really their inability to express themselves properly and their inability to um, accept the wrong that maybe they have done. You just have to read the book. I, you have to read the book. Yeah, I've read it. I read it once. And I, I give read it, it away fast. a lot. I'm going to read it again just because now I'm in a yeah, different place. It's just a little reminder of, you know, you're, you're a good person and don't let other people's behavior and words make you feel bad. It's more about where they're coming from than where they're going. Which is true, hurt people hurt people. I mean, more often than not, if somebody's saying something negative to you, they're going through some stuff themselves. Yeah, and you just don't know. You just can't judge people. You're not in their shoes, you can't. I've learned that too. There are times I've, I've you know, like one of the situations I'm going through, this guy was making my life difficult. Everyone's like, don't you hate this guy? Don't you? And for a long time I did. And then I looked at the guy and I'm like, yeah. I think he's an active alcoholic. Like I can relate to that. Like you know, and, and and once I realized it from that point of view, and I was like, you know, I don't know what he's thinking. I don't know what goes on in this guy's day. I mean, we're not in the same world, and it's it's hard to do that because my first reaction, like most people, is just to you know screw them, f them, I'm gonna slap them, you know, and you get angry. But when you really take a breath, you're like, yeah, it's not that personal. Plus, hating takes so much energy. Yeah, yeah, it does. And I don't. I want to be happy. I want the people around me to be happy, and that's where I want to put my energy. Yeah. You know, and share that with people. And of course, you know, banana bread. <laughs> banana bread's great. So let me ask you, what do you think the next year looks like for us? I think we're going in the right direction. I almost feel like uh, lately it's been pretty calm. And yeah, it's been a lot, which is kind of funny. Organized. We're doing pretty well. We're meeting new people. Yeah, it's been pretty yeah, good. 
The funny part is, on a paper, if you looked at this time in my life, it would be the most tumultuous time, and it would probably trickle mm -hmm. into here. But we got it going pretty smooth. Yeah, I think we do. I think we do, and I think we're going to be uh, have a very happy and successful year. It's going to be a great year. I think we're mm -hmm. going to have a lot of people. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, I do too. I really do. I think it's going to be, I mean, I feel really good about it. I don't feel any of the stresses I usually feel, especially with everything going on. I know. I can see it in you. Yeah, it's crazy. I, like I, I know. When you're, I, I know, I think I know you well enough to oh, know yeah. when it's a bad day or a good day. Yeah, it was, it was a bad few months, but I feel like right lately I'm just kind of okay yeah. with everything. It, well, because things are, the loose ends are beginning to tie themselves up. Yeah. But then, yeah, there's, right? there's a few more hoops to jump through. Well, yeah, there's a few. <laughs> but you know what? After this one, there will be just be another one. That's just it. Yeah, that's the reality of it. There's always something going yeah. on. I mean, nobody gets mm -hmm. through this life unscathed. It's true. And, I, you know, and you always look back on the past and think it's not that bad at times. But you realize that when it, you're in it, it always seems that bad. So you're just going to get through the other side of it. Exactly. And then you'll see that, you know, the sunlight. Gets easier. Mm -hmm. Marie, thank you so much for coming. It was my pleasure. Who's better than her, huh? She's awesome. <laughs> Gary said nobody's kidding. He's right. <laughs> Thank you so much. And folks, another day cracking the code. Stay tuned. We'll have today's Daily Digit later on.